Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about why we should leave reviews. So you know I'm always thinking about my why. Why do I do it? One, I'm an author, and I hope and pray that people leave, you know, really good reviews for my work. I feel like there are readers out there that actually do look at reviews. There are some readers that don't. Like, for example, when it's time, I'm the, now this is my reader hat right now. When it's time for me to read a book and I get a recommendation from someone, a verbal recommendation, I don't go on Amazon and look at all of the Goodreads reviews or, you know, do that because I have been verbally recommended by someone that I trust or that I know has really great taste in books and they know my style. So that's like a walking review. But when it comes time for teachers to plan, sure, teachers read reviews. We get on Goodreads, and we look at novels, and we debated them through Goodreads. When we had to make choices, that was one of our strategies. When we were making YA book selections, we were going on and seeing what were other people saying about this as the reader, because we're, you know, having to make decisions, not just as an adult liking a book and, and feeling like it has teachable you know, stretch in it, but that it would appeal to the, the reader population. So yes, there are many ways that people can use reviews, and a lot of it does have purchase power. But that doesn't stop me either. I am hooked on going to IMDb. Every single movie I watch, I will read the reviews. So, if, you know, if it's time for me to watch a new movie, I not only look at the parental guide and check it for scene content, I also look at it for what are the ratings, what are the spoilers, <laughs> not spoilers, but it's like the little quote, your favorite quote, and then it'll say, did you know, like fun facts. And I do that for every single movie. But why am I trying to tell you that reviews are important? And it's not just because I hope and pray that I get really positive reviews on Sweet Potato Jones. But I think they're important because they're like us sending a digital thank you card to the author. You know, digital or handwritten thank you cards are a lost art in today's world, I think, a lot of times. You know, how can we express our feelings or our gratitude or our thankfulness for getting lost in a book for a couple of hours? You know, we don't have authors' personal emails or addresses sometimes. I mean, we can get on and send them an email. 
that's fine. You can send them an email and say, you know, really, it really touched me how you wrote that book and it really helped me get through a tough time or, oh my gosh, your book made me laugh and thank you so much or, oh, I just love this character. How dare you kill this character off? Are you insane? You know, sure you can do those things and you can email the author and a lot of authors like that. But there was an author once who was like, I said, I left a review. And an author was like, oh, oh, can I see it? Uh, well, I write from my heart. It's not like I, you know, when I write a review, I don't plan it out. So I just speak it. You know that if you're listening to my book reviews on my book challenge. So I couldn't like verbatim go back and say, well, let me copy and paste it out of Word and put it into this email. And I'm like, well, I'm sure it'll come soon. It takes a few, uh, you know, a couple of hours if you leave one on Goodreads for it to pop up across. And if it doesn't pop up, you let me know. But it's really easy now to leave reviews, especially if you're reading Kindles. So I'm getting better at reading Kindles. You know, my first preference has always been holding that book in my hand. But I've, I've done a lot better with Kindle this year and last year than I ever would have before. I'm getting used to it. And what's great about it is that when you finish a book, it says, you know, like, don't quote me on this. It's like, don't forget to rate this. That's what I get, the feeling of it. It shows you the stars and it gives you the box and you're a verified purchase so you're able to leave a review and it then goes to goodreads or the ones that i've been doing do and so i really think it's important for you to do it right then because you know a few days from now you'll forget about it you'll have great intentions to leave a review and then you'll forget and let's say you've picked up a book at the bookstore well then you know, how can you leave a review on Amazon? Well, you can't because you've got to have that verified purchase for Amazon. But you can get on Goodreads and you can build your Goodreads list and leave a review for the author. So I challenge you today to really be mindful in 2019 about leaving reviews. And think about it from the author standpoint. You know, be kind, be gentle with your words. And I'm not saying to get on there and, you know, rate everything a particular star just because it's easy to do that. I'm saying just remember that when you do the rating, it's like sending a thank you card to that author. And I'm going to be quite honest with you guys. If I start to read a book and I don't, and I hate to say I don't like the book, but let's say I start to read a book and just the book does not appeal to me and I don't find the hook there and I'm not interested in it and I'm like, okay, I've, you know, quickly put it aside I'm not gonna then jump on and say I couldn't get through this book it was horrible <laughs> I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna put the book down and I'm gonna pray that you know somebody else out there loves this book they like it and that has happened to me before many times and I have to drop a book even like in my pitch for book love in my classroom 
and I've debated with the teachers. I'm like, you're not going to sit as an adult and read a book that you don't really get connected with. And so there are times when I'll drop books. I'll never forget this adventure that I had one summer. Oh my gosh, it was such a long time ago. It was probably 2008, 2009, somewhere around there, so it was like 10 years ago. I went to the public library and I would just look at titles and I would just randomly pick titles down shelves. Titles that I really liked, things that stood out to me. Like, there was this one book, oh my gosh, it was like Up in the Clouds or something like that. It was a southern romance. It was, it was contemporary. It was so good. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I'd have never found that book. And it was really in like new releases for fiction. And it was like, I can vividly, rem I can't remember the name of it, but I can remember the development of the story, the intricacies of this Southern family. You know, it was the rich and the poor and the falling in love against obstacles and all of this kind of stuff. And his family dynamics were really awful. And he flew airplanes. I mean, I love that book. So, yeah, but then guess what? By me picking stacks like that, there were books that I came across that I dropped after chapter one. And sometimes I would get to chapter three and I would drop. It's not like I'm going to go on there and say, chapter three, you know, was it it for me? And that would be the title of my book recommendation. No, I just think that's a little rude because there are people out there that it could appeal to. Just because I don't like a book doesn't mean that it's an awful book and that it deserves an awful rating. And so I've always, you know, been mindful of that. Maybe it's because I'm an author myself and I, you know, I hope that people, if they start to read my book and they say, no, nah, it's not for me, you know, instead of going out there and saying all of that, they'll just drop the book, go on about their day, pick up a new book, and keep reading. <laughs> But I love to leave reviews now. I find it a challenge. I find it a challenge on how can I summarize without doing a book spoiler? How can I say what I need to say to really say thank you? So I have actually been visualizing myself with a thank you card and just typing thank you for writing this book in my head because that's what an author did for me. Another author sent me a message. They were, they were reading Happy Renewal Year, and they wrote, thank you for writing this book. And that's where my whole concept of, wow, you know, somebody reached out. They reached out in an email. They're not finished yet, because Happy Renewal Year is like a journal devotional, so it, it takes time to get through that book, and so I understand people aren't leaving reviews yet. But by them reaching out to me like that, I was like, you know what? These reviews, they're like thank you cards to show our gratitude. You and I both know if we're writers, if we're on the writer's hat now, how much we put into our books. We know that. And to have a fan or a reader connect to us or a reader that follows our work or you know, that's powerful for us. That's a great, you know, motivator for us. So let us not forget to do that for other authors. When I leave a review, 
it takes me no more than one to two minutes to leave a review out of my day. A digital thank you card. It's really fast. I think it's what, 20 characters or less too. You don't have to write the book of the book to say thank you. So I encourage you today that every single time you read a book that you finished and that you really love, get on there, rate it, speak kind words to that author who's on the receiving end of those reviews. And one day, you know, that's going to be me on the end of that. The whole you reap what you sow concept <laughs> that's biblical and has been around um, throughout multiple cultures. You know, just be kind. You know, my husband looks at reviews on Amazon before he buys products. So it's like the same thing. He'll get on and he'll see somebody make a, you know, a one star and he'll go, well, look at all the rest of these stars. That could have just been a person that could have happened to one time. Or that could have been, you know, he starts rationalizing it in his head. Or that could be a competitive company getting on there <laughs> and saying something negative. Or, you know, they're just an unhappy person for them to speak like that about something. And then you'll see where the rest of them will be, you know, 4 or 4.5 or 5, you know. And then you'll go, well... Which one would you buy? So I will agree that some reviews, you know, can taint the scores and make you feel like, oh my goodness, maybe this will deter a reader. But there are readers out there too that might not do the reviews or even look at the reviews. But I say as a reader, let us all do reviews. Let us all speak with encouragement. Let's help build authors up. And if you want to email the authors or get on the Twitterverse and, and say things to authors, that's great too because that helps them. And I've done that before. I've taken a picture of a book that I've read. And Karen Kingsbury, you know, her people that run her social media sites, you know, they got on there and they, you know, put a heart beside what I wrote. And, you know, we need to do more of that. We need to spread that because every share that we do helps an author out. Every review that we do can help them out. Whether it's that boost that they need or whether it can help a reader connect to the work too. So yes, if you're used to using social media to thank authors, that's fine. You can send multiple thank you cards. It's not like you only do Goodreads or Amazon reviews or Barnes & Noble, or, or wherever you're at. But just leave them. Make an author's day. So think of an author that you've recently read, or one that they've had a book that has never left your mind. Maybe it's time to get on today and do a review, and say, I read this book over a year ago, <laughs> and your book made such a difference. Thank you for providing me that four-hour escape into your world. I loved your characters. 
that's enough. Thank you, have a nice day. <laughs> so there's your challenge for today. And I will say this, the author community is wonderful. Like I've seen such support, such cheerleading, such, you know, inspirational communication between authors. And I know that all the authors in the world People will say, well, you're competing with them on, you know, the bookseller list and, you know, you want to be number one and, and you can do the Ricky Bobby if you're not first, you're last and, and have that kind of mentality. Or you can try your best every day to encourage other authors, speak life into their work, validate their dreams. And just be there for them. And you can do that digitally by leaving a review. To me, that's one of the simplest ways is to send that thank you card review. So go out there and do it, guys. I dare you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.